We're back. <laughs> oh my god, are you really gonna start it like yeah, that? Yeah, let's just do it. Oh my god. I started the podcast in the middle of a conversation. Clay, there is your intro. Yeah. I don't want a game. I'm not singing. Oh, sing it. No. Oh, come on. I just remembered I don't have a voice. <laughs> For one second, you're like, I'm Mariah Carey. And then you're like, oh, wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. wait, wait. This is going to be public. <laughs> <laughs> but I was singing wow. it before he hit Amen. record. Yes. In the middle of our conversation. Yeah. With tears in my eyes and everything. Yeah. Not really. Amen. We don't cry. <laughs> we don't cry. Anyways, so episode five. What? You wanted to say something. I wanted I felt to say something it. so bad. Yes. So. But I promised the people that we would not edit anything. Nothing. So either we keep our mouth shut. Dang it. Or we edit. Remind Which me. Do you remind me afterwards. Okay. Remind. I'll probably forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're episode five now. Episode cinco. Yeah. Top. So if you're back for the fifth one, after the fourth one, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And let me just say this. Lenny told me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Do it. <laughs> I know where you're going. Um, so in light of the, in light, we talked about this, and you know, after we did the fourth one, um, I think it's important to say this. This is a podcast between Lene and I and our feelings and our thoughts and opinions. This is necessarily, you're not going to see an Assemblies of God stamp at the bottom no. of it, you know, or even a cross connection one. I mean, we're going to talk a lot about what's happening cross connection, right. but this is our feelings and our opinions. Mm-hmm. So, like, please, if you ever have an issue with anything we ever say on the podcast, and you can also be one hundred percent sure, like, I will never not try to offend somebody. Well, no, that came out wrong. I will never be afraid to offend somebody by sharing my feelings. Right. Like, I'm not going to do that. But if you um, have a problem, go straight come, to Tyler. Come, not yeah. Lay. Don't care. Yeah, don't come. But don't come to pa- <laughs> But for sure, don't come to pastor. Yes, absolutely. Pastors not pre-screening these things. They're right. not. It's not sponsored by the church or whatever. So just come to me and we'll talk about it. Yeah. But anything on that subject, today we're going to talk about demons. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, three ways to tell if you have a demonic spirit. The Antichrist. The right Antichrist. Now. And how to find out its okay, name. Okay, can I just ask a question? Is it Antichrist or Antichrist? Because I've heard it said both ways. It's like Antipasta. No. Antipasta. No, it's Anti. Antichrist. Anti. A-N-T-I. Like my anti no, like A N T I, like oh, like the auntie. anti, like the opposite of Christ, anti Christ, oh. anti Christ. Yeah. Okay, now I know. Yeah, no, it's no, it's not anti Christ. Anti Christ. Like that one, you have to get that weird like hug too, like at every family reunion. Hey, anti Christ. Like you poke your butt out to give the hug, but she comes in full frontal. No, such anti Christ. Please don't kiss me with all your oh, lipstick. Yes. I hate those. Why do grandmas and aunts yes. like have that lipstick that? No matter how much you scrub, it's there's, still there. There's a tint of it. Yes, it's still there. Oh, I I have one that does that. Yeah. Yeah, I what won't name names. That? What is that? What's the the lipstick? I feel like did they buy Kylie Jenner's lipstick? I don't know what that is. The grandmas are buying. I feel like they melted down candles and put it on their lips. <laughs> something. It's like candle wax or something like that. not candles, but Crayola that crayons. Can, That's yes. what I mean. Crayons. Yes, but they last forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Every kiss begins with candles. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. Nowhere. Nowhere. All right. This podcast episode. Gosh. Going nowhere. Going nowhere. Going nowhere. Yeah. We should name this one. Ooh. Going nowhere. I thought about episode doing names. I thought about doing names for the podcast episodes. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But then you decided not to. And then I decided to be too much work. 
type that stuff in the Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. All right. So, episode five. Episode five. Um, I kind of told you what we're going to kind of talk about. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kind of. I, I don't really know what we're going to talk about today, so I'm coming ill-prepared. Mm. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about... Talk about. Talk about. <laughs> what is that often? Taco about. Taco. Taco Taco Bell. Bell. Taco Bell. Maybe that's what I want right now. Oh, we're going there for lunch. Mmm, Taco Bell. Yes. What are you a? Are you a quesadilla person or are you just no taco? Way. I'm a cheap dollar menu person. Ugh, so you well, just get tacos? Okay, so like if it's first of the month, <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded. For real. I'm gonna cash that check. <laughs> this talk about actually takes EBT, which is good. It's so ghetto. <laughs> Uh, a lot of convenience stores do so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyways, no. Um, so if I do have, if, if I can spend some money, yeah. My my play is, um, well, when I was eating healthy, I was getting the Power Menu Burrito, which is actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, but is there rice in that? Yeah, I do See, extra I, rice. I don't like rice and. Oh really? Mm-mm. I do extra lettuce, extra rice, mm. and a steak. But my play is, um, what's the one with the? Is it? I think it's the. Gordita? Yes. The cheesy... Ch- no, no, no. It's Chalupa. Uh, no, it's the I'm fried a, tortilla thing, basically. And I'm a Gordita person. Gorditas are good, too. Yeah. I used to get those, too. Yeah. It's the That's the soft one with the mm-hmm, cheese mm-hmm. and the hard taco. Yep. No, I'm a Chalupa guy, and they used to, and they'll do it for you if you ask them. So, Chalupa, steak Chalupa. Steak's uh-huh. one way to go. And you ask them Baja style. It doesn't say it on the menu, but if you ask them, because it was a Is this like a thing, secret society knows about Baja style? Secret menu, and so like they used to, have, they used to offer it, and like instead of sour cream, they put like chipotle sauce on there, and like Baja they style. they switch out some. It's it's better basically, and I like it. So I I would get two of those in a soft taco. Well, and Baja Blast. <clears throat> yeah, that's what um I think but, Marcia had that the other night. Somebody had that the other night. Baja we Blast. Yeah. Yeah, I had it too. Was it good? It was amazing. You never, never had never. Never. Don't look at me like that. I've never had it. Do you, oh my god. I know. I it's know. It's so good. I just when I go to Taco Bell, I don't think of the sweet stuff. You know, like I just want. You know, what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Slurpee. I'm talking about the drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's frozen, right? No, that's the Slurpee. Oh. Talking like, about, what like, are you talking about? I'm talking about like the the you know out of the fountain drink. Really? Yeah. It's a it's it's a Mountain Dew product, but only is sold at Taco Bell. It's very good. Huh. I can't even describe to you what it's like. It's very good. Okay, so this episode is not sponsored by Taco Bell. Um, and actually, it is. No, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> I would love that. But if if I'm but if I'm poor that week, right. it's something off the dollar menu. Like let's pass like Sunday night. I got and they were good. I got the uh, potato tacos. They're good. Really? They're good. Yeah. Oh, don't don't hate sound. it. Don't don't hate it until you try it. It doesn't sound good, but well, it is. I'm good. a gordita person, and then. Well, you're always rich, so... I'm, yes. Rich in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Hey, why don't you sell one of those cattle, Daddy, on a thousand hills? Pay for my rent. Just pay off my house. That'd be <laughs> yeah, great. that'd be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? How much do you think one of those cows costs? I don't know. Mm. Where's Rylan? Yeah, Rylan. We were just talking to Rylan this morning about Where'd steers. Where'd she go? Yeah. Poor Ryland's steer. I don't know if it's going to get in there. I don't know. I told her, I said, well, man, I was like a vulture. I was like, if that steer doesn't Thank get you. in the show. Thank you. You were all over that steer. Like... I was like, give it to me. For, I'll give you to like 50 cent a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your loss. <laughs> she put way more into that than 50 cent a pound. <laughs> way more. But I was going to say, 
one last thing about Taco Bell. Mm. During the Daniel fast, um, not Daniel because that would be like no preservatives, but when I was doing like no meat, just like mm-hmm. for the fast, mm-hmm. um, I went to Taco Bell and you can substitute the meat for beans. Oh, hmm. also potatoes. Also, I'm telling you, they're good. Really? So here's, here's my thing. I'll, I'll get two things here. I'm going to talk about this. Our Taco Bell is a KFC Taco Bell mix. Mm. Why are we not able to get like a fried chicken taco? Thank you. That would be amazing. It's there. The fried chicken's right there. Thank you. Just cut Charge it up. Charge me extra. I don't Thank care. You. I want to try it. Hmm. Or, or, but also, how hard do you go on Daniel Fast? What substitutions do you make? Or you just don't go <laughs> I Daniel don't Fast? do. Okay, so I did the Daniel Fast once mm-hmm. how when was we that? first started it. How many days? No, I did it. Uh, really? I did it the whole 21 days. Yeah. It's like you're but, choking because the Lord's like convicting you because you're lying right now. That's not true. I had to burp and I was <laughs> trying to is, keep it silent. This is the first time you ever, this is the first time I ever did it? You did it? Yeah. The first time yeah. the pastor called us to like the fast like years ago and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do the Daniel fast. Well, mm-hmm. it gets a little like annoying to check all the preservatives. It's also expensive too. And I was just like, I can't. So the next year... I just did like fruits and vegetables, right. like I so I didn't really pay attention as much to the preserve like preservatives. Yeah. Like so, I still ate like peanut butter. Yeah. But I just didn't I like get like butter. the organic. What? I don't know. Something's wrong with you. I'm the only person who doesn't like peanut. Only American doesn't like peanut butter. Peanut butter is like. It's not like I don't like it. Like I don't like green beans. Like I can eat it. I just don't like it. Right. But peanut butter is of God. Well. And then you mix chocolate with it. Chocolate's of God. And that's that is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit right there. Oh my God. Yeah, it's all. Sorry, Lord. Please All in one. This. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. this this episode is probably good for Dale because he thought it was going to be about food, mm-hmm. the table. Yeah. So this episode is for <laughs> Dale. Him. Oh, Dale did? Yeah. Yeah. Dale. Do you yeah. not read comments? No. You're rude. First rule of the internet, don't read the comments. <clears throat> well, they were just good for like the first three. Now, from now on, I'm not going to read comments. Ooh, yeah, especially after episode four. <laughs> we got Ooh. pretty weird. We got pretty weird. Yeah, we got pretty weird. But... We're weird. We're so. weird. Whatevs. Whatever. We, we did warn them on the first we episode. We did. Or a second. We, we did? One of them. Well, we, we talked we about war- snakes. I think we warned ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we did say a bushel of snakes. A bushel of snakes. That is true. That will be in every episode, I feel. Um. So we've been going for 10 minutes talking about, about nothing. <laughs> about food and talking Let's about... go ahead and get started. Okay. So I was... Um, this past weekend was the send. Yeah. That a lot of people went to. And um, even Pastor talked about it in his sermon on Sunday. What is the sin? <clears throat> the sin was... Yes. I didn't go. I watched it online. Right, yeah, yeah. But we should probably get some context people who out there. Oh, uh, well, you do that. Okay. Because you're always like the narrator when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, welcome to the table. <laughs> I am Tyler. You're, no. Um, so the sin was um, an event hosted by... I think it was orchestrated and hosted by Lou Engel. Mm-hmm. Who's kind of like an evangelist type thing? Um, anyways, it and it was a huge mobilization event for people to sh- to spread and to share the gospel. Um, what I can't think of was I thought you were going to say spew spew the gospel. Yeah, spew. that is what sharing and 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 spreading combined spew. is spewing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, but uh, he wants he like he just felt in his heart to host this event and that it was going to kick off like the next Jesus movement like we saw in the 70s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was this humongous collaboration between like, I'll just try to list everybody I know off the top of my head. Like so, Lou Engel, YWAM, um, Bethel, uh, Jesus Culture, 
Oh, uh, Hillsong was there. Uh, Francisco Chanathan, no, Francis, Francis Chan, Francis Chan was there. Um, Daniel Kalinda, Michael Kulianos, Todd White, Todd White, um, uh, Benjamin <clears throat> Hennathan, or ben, Benny Hinn. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did not know his legal name. <laughs> uh, Heidi Baker. Heidi Baker. Um, <clears throat> Sean Bowles. I mean, just, and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of people who we don't know and don't really care about. No, <laughs> just playing. Just playing. Love you, Benny. Um, <laughs> Benny Hinn listens. Do you know that? Hallelujah. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> so unsanctified in here. Yes. Um, it was an amazing event. Yeah. It goes. It went from twelve. Sorry, uh, ten in the morning to ten at night. Twelve hours. Consistent. Yeah, mm-hmm. twelve hours. Consistent prayer, worship, kind of like no one ever did like a preaching no. or whatever. It was mm-hmm. more like they get up there and kind of exhort and like whatever, just prophesy and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. And you can go see it um, on the Sin Facebook. They have it split up. They, uh, Bethel live streamed it, and they have it split up into four-hour segments. Yeah. I think that's as long as you can live stream. But um, they have it split up there, and it's, it's amazing. It's really good. A lot of stuff happened. We can unpack it. i got some things I want to mm-hmm. share about mm-hmm. it. But, um, Me too. So that's, what, that's the sin. Right. And at the sin, they were sending Ooh. people to go evangelize. I don't yeah, know it's, why it's I all between all that. You're like <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> I'm not reading a script, I promise. <laughs> you can, I think everybody knows we are not reading scripts. <laughs> Could you imagine if we had a script about Taco Bell? Just oh my like, gosh. Like, we actually wrote it out. <laughs> and typed it up and everything. Like the, Even scary. the part where you didn't know what Baja Blast was and everything. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Um, so, anyways, yeah, it's like a huge mobilization of it. Yeah. Like, where they're trying to get people to go and, um, and to spread the gospel. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, so... What impacted me the most, mm. I think, um, besides just watching thousands and thousands yeah. of people. 72,000 wow. people were there. 72,000. And then there was like over 4,000 watching online. Yeah. So that's even yeah. more. Even that, <laughs> I was going to try to add. That is even more people. Yes. 76,000. Thank you. Yeah. A four plus two. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, Southampton. <laughs> you see, when you twirl things in the... <laughs> What do you call it? The missionettes? No, not missionettes. Uh, please don't go there because I will get so offended. Oh, really? The color guard. Oh, the color guard. Yes, because we didn't just twirl flags. What do you guard? The colors. <laughs> the colors. <laughs> the colors. Anyways. Oh, wow. We're not going there. We so <clears throat> he's trying to keep keep that going and I'm not going to let him. Okay, go ahead. Sit. So um, so their, their kind of theme was the war on mm-hmm. inaction. Yeah. And um, I just... I feel that so powerfully because I think um, sometimes we can kind of think that missions and evangelism is for the evangelists, like yeah. they've named themselves evangelists, yeah, and that it's also for people going to other nations and being missionaries, right? When we are all called, yeah, every single person who yeah. has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, yep, going old school there. Keep talking. They um. Everyone is commissioned to go. Yeah. <clears throat> However, I don't feel that we are all called to the nations. Right. I, I mean, I I love when we went to Africa on a missions trip, and I do feel called to go on more missions trips, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm called to go to yeah. a nation, right. you know, myself. But um, yeah. 
anyway, so, so my thought, like just watching that whole thing is, and, and my prayer the whole time was just like, God, what is it? Where, where is my mission field? Mm-hmm. Where am I supposed to be evangelizing? And, um, because I, I really feel like right now is the time. And I was even thinking about this, how, you know, on Facebook and, and in social media, there's so much propaganda, I guess you could say, mm. of everything the world wants to talk about. Right. And and I'm really like praying like that we just start flooding it mm. and not with political things or mm-hmm. hate. I'm talking like just flooding it with like our lives. Yeah. And, and how- not flooding it even with like Oh, 90% of people who pass this post won't share it. Yeah, share no. it if you love Jesus. No. Please don't do that anymore, people. <laughs> we don't like it. Some people, some people do. Did you do that? Never. Okay. Because how am I going to... My, my favorite ones are the ones where like, if you skip this, you don't love Jesus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, what? How does that prove that I love Jesus that, or don't love really? Jesus? <laughs> like, I, I love people who post that and haven't been to church in like three years. Uh, Okay. Oh, sorry. Preach. Ooh. Anyways. Dang it. Can we clip that part out? <laughs> yes. No, we We're going to edit that. Nope. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, so I just, I've just been praying a lot this, actually this, since the beginning of the year, not right. just because of the sin, but, you know, for God to just show me my mission field and right. show me where I'm supposed to evangelize because we're all called to do it. Yeah. So, and what were you saying earlier? Because I think that would be good to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure it was profound. Um, <laughs> no. So I, I just pulled up Ephesians 4.11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of faith, blah, 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 blah. Um, basically, <laughs> sorry, fivefold ministry. Blah, 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 the Bible. Well, Sometimes it's yada yada yada. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, yada yada yada. <laughs> Very Jewish. Um, uh, fivefold ministry, right? Um, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Never in there is it talk about disciple makers, mm-hmm. uh, people who share the gospel. You may, well, that's evangelists. Well, evangelists do a lot of different things, but it's, it's, that's not just for sharing the gospel with unbelievers. Basically, my point is this: He didn't say. There's one group of people who's only supposed to share the gospel. He The reason he didn't put that in there is because he expected everybody to do that. And you know, one of the things we've done really well in the church... Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just like, Did I make you like get off no, the No, 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 sorry. I thought you were going to show me something. Oh, okay. I thought it was like... like okay, never mind. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, so one of the things we've done really well in the church is broker out, I feel like, our spiritual lives... In the sense of like, so um, we say we're going to come to church. We're going to, some call it tithes and offerings. You could almost look at it as we're going to pay this pastor and he will be the one mm-hmm. to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. He will be the one to evangelize or or the people on staff or the, the really in crowd. Those will be, they, we will broker it out to them because I don't want to do that. I just don't have really time in my day, you know, whatever. It's not my gifting. Um, I don't have things to say. Whatever it is, we brokered it out. But the Lord never intended for a certain person or people group to share the gospel. He intended for the church to share the gospel. Right. That's why when he's leaving, he says, Go ye into all the world, first into Jerusalem, then to Samaria and the other parts of the world. He didn't say, 
okay, Peter and John, y'all gonna be my my um my you know gospel spreaders or whatever, my my sharing the news people. He said it to every single person mm-hmm. there because mm-hmm. we were all called to do that. And the, just the uncomfortable truth of it is we don't like doing that. No, no. We just don't because we don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. We don't want to be turned down, the fear of rejection. Yeah, go I wouldn't even, No, I wouldn't even take it a step further. We don't like the messy of other people's lives. Yeah. Because when you start to minister to people and bring them in and start pouring into their life, yeah. it gets messy. Yeah. And, and we don't want that to be a part of our lives. Because right. we've got ours exactly where we want it. Right. Like I have my children under control. <laughs> yeah. Under control. I Today have, I do. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I have mine, like I have my house under control. I have my children under control. Like everything in my world is okay. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if I start ministering to someone who's maybe not on the same level spiritually. Yeah. It gets messy. Yeah. And and we don't want to almost take that on, which we don't have to bring them into our house. Right. But, I mean, when you're pouring into people, it's okay if it gets a little messy. Yeah. I don't even know why I brought that up. But. No, 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 no. I, I, um, I really feel like... Um, so, we... I think this is a very Americanized or just Eastern... Um, not Eastern, sorry, a Western uh, mindset. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Uh, so, like... Where I go to work, and then from work, I go to the grocery store. From the grocery store, I go home. Mm-hmm. And in that, like, I you, I mean, we joke about it. You go into Walmart, and you're just trying to avoid people. Right. It's like we go from one little bubble to the next, mm-hmm. and we try to avoid as much interaction as possible. Yeah. That's just not how it was mm-hmm. in the culture of, um, of you know, uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was very much like... You sat in the marketplace and you talked to people, whatever. Right. Free-flowing conversations were the, were the norm. Right. And and I'm not saying we have to change culture, but I am saying, like, if that's your mindset, like, good luck sharing the gospel. Right. I'm not saying it's impossible because, I mean, I think one of the easiest ways to share the gospel is with your waitress. Right. I mean, here's a person who, and I always tell people on treasure hunts, like, you know, after this treasure hunt, please don't be the only time you ever share the gospels on a treasure hunt. Right. And the easiest time to one of the easiest times to do it is when you have a waitress because like literally they are paid to be nice to you, <laughs> and so like you can talk to them about pretty much whatever you want to talk to them about, and they'll kind of give you at least a fake smile, and they're the, and a lot oftentimes they're having a tough time because being a waitress, my wife will tell you, is not mm-hmm. an easy job, and it's it's whatever, and so a lot of them are doing working long hours, trying to support their family. And so even if you're just doing that, maybe mm-hmm. you're not going to sit and go to Walmart and walk around Walmart to find somebody to preach to, but right. like you go to a restaurant <clears throat> with the intent of whoever my waiter or waitress is, mm-hmm. I'm going to like share the gospel with right. them. Me and Tiffany like doing that a lot. We, we love doing that because it's an intimate setting. Like it's, it's not because, you know, we do treasure hunts where we walk up to somebody at Walmart and it's for sure it's awkward. You're yeah. meeting somebody on the egg aisle because they forgot to get eggs mm-hmm. when they went to the store earlier mm-hmm. that day. You know, they don't know they're getting ministered to. The waitress doesn't really either, but there's already this sort of relationship kind of formed between, like, the server and the the person being served where, like, you're talking to each other. Right. It's very natural. Conversation is very easy. And so it's it's, a lot of times it's very easy to just say, hey, um, you know, like, how's your day going? Like, oh, just this and that. Like, I just feel like, you know, is there anything I can pray with you about? Like, do you need anything? Whatever. And the vast, (coughs) I've never, ever had, I've had plenty of people turn me down in the public, you know, like in Walmart or whatever, I've never had a waitress ever say no. Right. 
or really even say like, no, nah, I'm really good. I'm fine. Like the vast majority of the time they're like, yeah, uh, if you actually pay for this. Right. And it's powerful, but yeah. we're all called to go. Yeah. And, 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 and there's ways you can do it yes. where it's easy for you. Yes. I would say the waiter waitress thing is, is a kind of an entry level, <clears throat> very easy way to do it. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Like, I'm not saying that Facebook can't be effective. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> um, we just recently had something happen in our country with with mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. um, with the abortion thing. And 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 if if man, if you if I step on your toes right now, this is just my opinion. Come talk to me about it if you want to. But this is just how I feel. I don't know if any girl out there who either had an abortion or is contemplating having an abortion, reading your Facebook post about how you're angry about right. this right. not offering any solutions but you're right. just angry is going to like change your mind mm-hmm. I just don't know that's possible yeah. and I think oftentimes for us in this social media world where we're detached from everything it's a lot easier to to you know if you love Jesus share this thing whatever right. and we're, we qualify that as sharing the gospel I'm sorry my friend I don't feel like it is Yeah. okay I don't feel like it is Yeah. I feel like the gospel needs pure relationships yes. And it needs a face, your face attached to it. It doesn't need your profile picture. Yeah. And um, I don't know. That felt good to say. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but no, like seriously I, though. No, and I, I think, and I think that's where I was going with the whole messy thing because relationships take time. Yeah. And nurturing and that type of thing. So, and and I'm not saying everybody has to go adopt an unsaved person right now and like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, minister to them. But I, I'm, I can just tell you, I'll just tell you how God's been working in my life as far as, because I've really been praying about this, that God, like, I just want to show people your love. I want to show them, like, I want them to see Jesus through me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want it to be apparent. And I have actually started to where I don't even go looking for it because before I was out there, like, I would be at work because I, you know, I work in the grocery store. So right. I, I would be like, okay, God, send me, send me, send me someone. Like right, right now, like I was just always on edge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, you know what? Just let it happen. Right. Just let it happen. Like if that's in your heart, then it's going to flow from that. Right. So I just started like putting the cookies and crackers on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Doing a thing. Doing my thing. And little by little... Like, people will come up to me and just start telling me their life story. Oh, 100%. And I'm just like, like, at first I'm like, why are these people talking to me? I just right. Want, I literally just want to get out of the store and right. go home. Yeah. And that's where God convicted me because he's like, you're asking me. Here we go. You're asking me to, like, give you a mission field. And they're literally walking up to you and you're saying you're too busy. Right. You're saying I don't have the time. Right. And so I just stopped and was like, okay, God, like, let's... Let's go there. Mm-hmm. So I've just started to where people start talking to me. Um, I, I was filling a display. I'm just going to give an example yeah, real quick. Yeah, some stories. Um, I was filling a display, yeah. and this guy just walked up to me, and he was just like, you know, living in Florida, and I just can't afford it. And da 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 And I'm just steady, like, putting crackers on this display. Like, Yeah, you didn't do- initiate conversation. No. And he's just, like, steady, just... I mean, complaint after complaint and worry and frustration. I mean, it was all over him. Mm -hmm. And I had a choice at that moment that I could have just been like, okay, have a great day. Peace out. Bye. 
guy's weird. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I had a choice at that moment to either do that or listen to whatever the Holy Spirit wanted to say yeah. to him. So I just internally, I didn't like sit there and, sh- you know, shock. I didn't yeah. do any of that. I was just like, you know what, God, if you have something to say, I am willing to say it. Yeah. And at that moment, like he's, you know, just stopped complaining. And the whole time I'm just sitting there smiling. And I just looked at him and I said, I'm praying for you. And I just speak that everything is going to open up for you. Hmm. The doors that you've been wanting to open are going to start opening for you. Things are going to start. And I just started like speaking. Laying it out. Just laying it out. And at the end of it, like he was just like, you believe in Jesus, don't you? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do. He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to take that. Thank you. And then walked away. Mm. That was it. That was the only part of the... And even afterwards, I'm like, Lord, like, was I supposed to be like, okay, can I pray for you now? Like, can I lead you to salvation? Right. Like, I... But God was just like, no, like, you're doing what I want you to do. Like, you listen to me, and that's what you said. And that's what I'm saying about um, just listening to... What is your goal? What does your goal look like? Yeah. And that was what my goal looked like at that mm-hmm. point. I didn't have to lead him to salvation. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to say, hey, come to my church. I didn't right. have to say, hey, let's pray right here in the middle of Walmart. It was literally I spoke a word of life to yeah. him and he walked away. <laughs> but and, and I mean, there are so ma- there's so many other things that I've just been, you know, that God's been leading to me, certain leading people to me. Mm-hmm. And um I've just been walking in that. And, yeah. and that's where I'm just like, that is what I'm trying to convey is everybody's go looks different. Yeah. And and somebody might not have said that. Maybe they were like, hey, God told me to give you like 20 bucks to help you yeah. through this time right now. Or mm-hmm. I mean, it might have looked different if it was somebody right. else standing there. Yeah. I think but for a, me, it was know. it was the word that he was given to me. So yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, so like, I think when we start, when people start talking about this, people get really scared and nervous because mm-hmm. they think, oh well, they or the Lord, they're calling me to be one of those weird people that go into Walmart and have it, have it they got a Jesus T-shirt on a Jesus <laughs> hat, and they're just wanting to talk to everybody and everybody that hates them. I love my weird. Jesus T-shirt, but right? So comfortable. But I'm talking about the tacky ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, but uh, so like. Um, you know, just this weird type of person that that that's what you're calling to, and and I'm not going to disparage you if you feel like that's what the Lord is trying to tell you to do, but what I'm more saying is kind of what you're saying is like having an ear open for mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and not that you have to make a special trip out of it, but when you are in Walmart, and when you are buying eggs or whatever, mm-hmm. and someone comes up to you and says something, or just like the opportunity presents yes. itself, that you... I, are, are, are open and, and willing to share something. Right. Or even if the opportunity doesn't present itself. So like, for for example, um, several weeks ago, Tiffany and I walk into Walmart at late at night and um, <laughs> there was a lady there and we had our kids and whatever in the buggy we were just trying to get in and get out. A lady sitting at the entry of Walmart and she was crying. Not unusual for our Walmart. A random person out there just crying. You just kind of don't look at them, walk right. past, whatever. Right. And I have many times. Right. This time, I walk past her. I'm in there and kind of in the, like the little, where the greeter area with all the carts are. And I'm like, dang it. I, yeah. said, I, I felt Holy Spirit pull yeah. me back. And I had this, there's a moment in that moment where I was like, I can continue to go. Right. 
I, I'll brush it off in about five seconds. Mm-hmm. I won't feel it anymore. Probably the Lord won't convict me. It's fine. Right. Or I can turn around and we'll see what so happens. So you had a choice at that moment. I had a choice. Yeah. And like I felt Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into what happened, but like we went, ministered to her. It was amazing. Like she cried, gave her words of knowledge, helped her out. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And like that that choice like literally like can can shift a person's yes. life. Yes. What you did can shift that guy's life. Yes. Forever. Right. Because when the where, door opens, he's gonna be like, Yeah. That's right. God said through that girl. Yeah. <laughs> woman. He said through that woman that because I'm not 16. Right. <laughs> right. That this was gonna happen. Right. And so then he's like giving God the glory. And for you, it took literally nothing out of your day. Mm-mm. It didn't like it didn't um, make you right. Yeah. I wasn't embarrassed. No, I wasn't anything because I just spoke life, and I even said it in a way that was not like "Thus saith the Lord." Right. I was oh, just like, you know thing, what? Yeah. I I'm just gonna pray that every door opens for you. Yeah. And just from then on, it just kind of spewed out, and it wasn't even long. It, I mean, was, it was easy like for tr- you, yeah. And it did, it cost you pretty much nothing. Nothing. And but the reward. Could right. be eternity for right. that guy. Right. Literally. Right. And so, like, that's more what I'm saying is, yeah. like, moments like that where we can be Jesus to mm-hmm. people and listening to the Holy Spirit. I don't I don't expect anybody to be on a street corner with a pitchfork or whatever. Not pitchfork, but a sign. <laughs> you know, maybe a pitchfork, too. Uh, you know, whatever, saying, you're all going to hell if you don't love Jesus, whatever, that kind of right. thing. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But, like, having the ear for Holy Spirit that when you're in a store, in the marketplace, at your job, whatever, right, right. and something happens, a door opens, that you take that opportunity. Yes. And and it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to right. be any, anything special. It can just be you sharing your testimony, doing what you did. Right. Whatever. Like, right. And, but the more we do that, the more the kingdom, because here's what I feel like. I feel like people don't do that. Right. I don't do that oftentimes. Mm-hmm. I, and I used to be way, I'm better than I am now, but used to be, like I'd feel those those things and I'd shut down. Like I don't want to do that. Right. I don't do that. Right. No, I just want to get out of here and go home. I'm yes. tired or whatever. Yeah. But when we can look past that and be like, nope, like that's I don't have the right. Right. And that's another thing. We don't have the right to refuse to share yeah. the gospel. Yeah. We just don't. Yeah. Like we didn't pay for this thing. It's not like I went to the store and bought something with my own money, and so I can choose whether to share or not. Right. It's like I was a dead sinner. Come on. And I I can't, I don't have the ability to say no, me and nobody else. Right, right. Or just me and my kids right. and nobody else. Right. I don't have that ability. Yeah. I am commanded. I, I, I believe I am, we are all commanded actually to right. share the gospel. Right. And if you're not, then you are actually not fulfilling the commandment of Jesus. Yeah. When he yeah. tells us to go yeah. into all the world. I and, think uh, I think there mm-hmm. is witness in living your life. Um, the day to day. The day to day. Day to day. The day to day. Yeah. Of just that I'm I'm give a hundred percent at work, I give a hundred percent in to my children, I give a hundred percent in my church, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's a witness in itself. Right. I get that. But there are times, like, when we're out and about that we, I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking about all the people that are starting, like, baseball right now. Do you know how many people are out there? I mean, and you don't have to sit there in the stands and preach the gospel to the person sitting next to you. You don't have to be like, hey, guess what? Jesus died for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But there, I know because I sat through those baseball games, there are opportunities of women who are like talking about like what's going on in their life and all this kind of stuff. There's opportunity to speak life. And again, it doesn't have to be like, you know, hey, come to church on Sunday, which hopefully it will, but... But I mean, we're advancing the so, kingdom of God, not the kingdom of Christ. There's so much yeah. opportunity, and I feel like that's where it's time for the church to really start stepping into yeah. in, into that role of I'm going to speak life wherever I go, and I'm yeah. And, and don't discount. Here's another thing: don't discount kindness. Right. I mean, kindness is a powerful sure. fruit. Powerful. I mean, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking about how. Um, I was talking to this lady who her son was crying in the buggy. Hmm. And yeah, it was Sounds that. like me and Henry. <laughs> he was he was probably like six or seven hmm. and he was crying and um and all I said was, Oh, like I'm sorry, like that kind of thing. Again, still putting cookies and crackers on the shelf. And the mom just starts going, Oh yeah, he's really upset. Like it starts telling me mm-hmm. why he's upset. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh honey. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. cheer up, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> stop crying, it's annoying. <laughs> well, amen. <laughs> no, but, and the mom just like starts telling me how he's so upset because, um, he was in a play and he was a camel. This was at Christmas time. He was a camel. Sure. And instead of walking to the stage, he ran. Oh. And he felt like he did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and she showed me a picture of him and the camel. Again, I don't know why people come up and tell me these wow. things. I don't know why, but they do wow. all the time. That's crazy. But anyways, so I looked at the picture, you know, of him and I was like, oh my gosh, you were so like, you look so adorable as a camel mm-hmm. like that. And then that's when she's like, well, he was running and not walking. And so he's really upset about this. Now he wasn't still in a camel suit. So apparently mm-hmm. this happened you know, either earlier that day or the night before. It would have been awesome if he was still in the camel suit, though. <laughs> Kid in a camel suit, crying in a buggy in a store. That'd be awesome. Crying in a carriage, like C, 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 C. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways. <coughs> but, um. Crying camel carriage. Crying camel carriage. Anyway, so I just said to the boy, I was like, you looked amazing as a camel. Mm-hmm. And then I said, um. <laughs> what a sentence. I was like, you looked amazing as a camel. <coughs> and I said, you know, camels do run. Like, that's what they do. Right. So it's okay that you ran. Yeah. Like that. And Tyler, I'm not kidding. Like, his whole countenance changed. Mm. This little kid. And I, I just, I prayed about it afterwards. And I really felt the Holy Spirit say, you don't know what the devil was doing in him at that mm. moment. Like, the devil was eating him up about how horrible he was. Yeah. Why are you laughing? No, at me? I, was, I was thinking of the word like a camel devil, like a camel <laughs> demon or something. No, but I but just no, but it's I mean, a good that's, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things it's that crazy, it yeah. can happen. Something like that in your childhood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. can happen, and the enemy yeah. will just like, like punch you at that yeah, all the true. time and just it's eat true. at you. And who's to say that I wasn't the one who just set right. that camel free? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a funny story. That's a funny story. <laughs> but I'm serious at the same time, but I mean, it is silly, but at yeah. the same time, like, who, sure. who's to know what was happening in the spirit realm? Right. And those are the kind of things, like, if we're just walking around just giving life, right? what's wrong with that? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not preaching, you know, yeah. be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, but it's it's giving life. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
I it agree. Is. I agree. <laughs> you laughed at my camel I'm story. Sorry, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. That, I'm just imagining. I hope that kid, kid doesn't listen and you're laughing at him in uh, his camel he's, suit. He's probably out there in the Sahara somewhere. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm imagining. As soon as you said camel suit, I couldn't imagine him in anything else other than a camel suit in the store. And I just imagine a little sad little kid with a sad face in a camel suit with a hump on his back. And he was like, You're the best camel ever. You know what? I'm never telling <laughs> any stories like that again. You have more camel stories? I do. <laughs> so there was the frog. Are you serious? No. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was a kid in a frog suit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what we're saying. I don't either. Amen. Amen. So be go. Be go. Be go. Be go. Be goers. Be goers. I guess that's the I guess that works. Yeah, um, just, yeah, if, I guess just to wrap it up, just like find little things where Holy Spirit is leading you to like yeah. share the gospel. Yeah. And uh, take opportunities that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say this. At first, it might seem like you're trying and it seems like a lot of work. Um, eventually, it will turn into fun. Mm-hmm. It actually is fun. Mm-hmm. If you ever, ever like minister to somebody and it goes really well, like in public, you walk away feeling great. Yeah. You feel like, like that was, I want to do that again. Yeah. That was yeah. great. You know? And so it's fun. And then eventually what happens is it just becomes who you are. Yeah. And so you don't think about, like, you know, I don't think Todd White, who, who's one of the most evangelistic, kind of sharing the gospel kind of persons ever, I don't think he, people like that think like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like, it just comes out naturally. Right. It's like there's no other response that he would have, you know? I th- well, I've even heard him say, like, he doesn't, he's like, I don't have anything else to talk about. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to talk about Jesus. And so yeah. that's what flows out of me. Yeah, I, I don't, silver and gold, I don't have, but I right. give you what I have. Right. And I think there's something really profound to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the, the last little thing is, yeah. is um, your, your go starts with spending time with Jesus to know mm. the Father's heart. Yeah. And, and that's why it was so, I don't want to say easy, but it was easy. To speak to that man and say those things yeah. to him because I've spent time with the father. Yeah. And and I and I know his heart. Yeah. And his heart would not want him to be like, dude, that sounds really awful. And I'm sorry that you're going through that stuff, but good luck. Yeah. Like his heart is, no, I have better for you. Right. And and there's life in that. So I, I think that even goes back to kind of like what I was talking about Sunday night. Where um, in youth, when I was, uh, we're, we're in this series about evangelism and like Jonah or whatever, and we we're talking about, um, I was saying, you know, it's the gospel is good, and the even just like the words like of the gospel, like Jesus loves you and He died for you and all that sort of stuff, they are good. But if you don't have an actual like Jesus to give them, mm-hmm. then like it doesn't really mean much, right? And because I mean, people have read the Bible for thousands of years or whatever it is right. and like they haven't encountered Jesus right. and so I, what you said like encounter him in the secret place get alone with the Lord and then go mm-hmm. and like that will give you your go something really profound to that and I think um, maybe some reasons why we haven't seen it be it, it work or whatever is because we were just giving them words we're right. not giving them an encounter right. and in order to give someone an encounter with Jesus, one of my constant things is like you need to be a walking encounter. Like mm-hmm. everywhere you go, someone can encounter the Lord right. through you. Right. But in order to be a walking encounter, like you actually have to be have encountered. To. Mm. 
you have to be the yeah. one who have has been like touched by him. Yeah. And and now you walk um like Israel does with a limp. Right. And because like you are completely dependent on him. Yes. Like so you are completely different. Right. And uh, I think that's super important. Yeah. Of getting along with him and, and laying stuff at his feet and we can go on we can't go well, into all and, that today, but and it's also genuine when yeah. you do that. Yes. I mean because no one wants world, to feel like a project. The world does acts of kindness all the time. Yep. And they don't know Jesus. Yep. But when we do acts of kindness or when we speak, it's genuine right. love. Right. It is love that the Father feels for that person. Yeah. I might not know them. I might not be like loving towards them, but the Father yeah. loves them. Yeah. And He wants to show them love either through a word or through an act right. of kindness or through prayer yeah. or through healing in the store. Right. He wants to show that yeah. love. And so, like you said, we can be that Jesus yeah. to them because it's going to be genuine. Yeah. If we've spent time in the secret place and we know his heart, it's going to be genuine and they will recognize yeah. how genuine that is. I think, like, I definitely agree that your life can speak act, can speak loudly and stuff. Yes. But in another sense, um, there's people who aren't saved who are better people than I am. Right. Right. Like, right. like uh, by the world standards. Right. And you can you can get your life turned around by a Tony Robbins DVD. Right. About you know just kind of like becoming more disciplined or becoming more loving or whatever, like that. So you don't even need Holy Spirit to do that. Mm-hmm. Pastor talks about it all the time. Like if there's not a supernatural component in our services, then it's basically just a Kiwanis Club meeting. Right. It's it's not it's. The gospel, there has to be a supernatural component to our meetings for it to be the the evidence that Jesus has been there, because mm-hmm. it's He is supernatural, right? And if it's if it all can be explained away by whatever, so all that to say, is not that your actions can't speak for you, but the actions of a redeemed person who is living in intimacy yes. with Jesus will carry a supernatural weight mm-hmm. that the person who just kind of listened to some help, self help DVDs. Right. didn't right um also going even further with that i believe kind of like maybe the next step in this is like one of the things that it says in the bible when we were talking about this earlier today was the gentiles believed because the, the, the they demonstrated his acts through power through signs and mm-hmm. wonders mm-hmm. like like i said people can get their life turned around by reading a self-help book mm-hmm. but you can't make a person get up out of a wheelchair by right. reading a self-help right. book and like that sort of stuff sometimes is is what the world is waiting for. Right. And um, man, we are just not we can't pick and choose. Like yeah. like we said in yeah. like this podcast, the last one yeah. of like what we get to choose, like we, we have we have to say yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. So if we're all in, like pastor's been talking about Let's be all in. It's all in. Yeah. Wait, even for going everything. To, even going to the grocery store, even working at our job, we're all yeah. in. And I would say there's a part in your heart as as we're saying that or as pastor's saying that on Sunday morning if it's kind of like a, huh, like a, ooh, yeah. don't like that, or just like, oh, I'm scared, you really need to check your heart. Yeah. You really need to get alone with the Lord and say, Lord, why is this in me? Yeah. Why is there a part of me that says, nope, I don't want to do this. Nope, I'm uncomfortable with that. Because mm-hmm. that's not good. Right. That is not right. good. Right. I'm not saying, so for me, it's like if a person is not doing it, but they're like, you know what, but I really want to. My mm-hmm. heart's genuine. Mm-hmm. I really want to. That's better than the person who just like maybe says they want to do it, but their their heart is really bad. Right. You know, like their heart right. is just not, they want to do it. Like if your heart is like saying like, nah, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. It's not okay just to sweep it under the rug. Like, well, I can just be a nominal Christian. Right. It's fine. I'll still get into heaven. 
I'm not saying you won't or you will, but like that's not good. Yeah. It's not good. You I, know? I almost think we should we should probably do an episode on check your heart. Yeah. Like I mean, I can I can also share some things that God's spoken to me over the last couple of months about me checking my own heart. Mm. And I mean, it's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful cuz yeah. I I mean there was stuff there that I just didn't even Yeah. think was not of God. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I was talking to somebody last night at Connect Group, and they were just kind of dealing with some stuff and um, helping process through. Um, a lot of times, like, as the Holy, as you allow Holy Spirit to have more of your life, or as the as the presence gets stronger in, in your in your life, or just in your church, whatever, the presence and, and the presence of Holy Spirit, the presence of Jesus, brings stuff out of yeah. you. And I, I what are, the analogy I've been I've been kind of liking to use lately is that of a drill. And you see one of those humongous drills, like in a construction site, that drills down into the earth for like pylons and, the, and for the foundation of a building. And it drills down, and like every once in a while, you can imagine it hitting a rock, mm-hmm. hitting a, a, a natural gas pocket, and it just hits these things that, that whatever, it just, it, they spew out or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a drill, and as you allow Him to have more of you and more of you and more of you, he drills down into the deep places of your heart. Yeah. And sometimes we think we're okay. We're like, man, I'm, I'm in love with right. Jesus. And all of a sudden somebody says something to us and we respond in a terrible way. Right. Or pastor says something, a challenge, and we're like, not going to do that. Right. And it's like, well, where is that coming from? Right. It's because there's things deep in our heart that we don't even know is there, but the Holy Spirit is prying yeah. them out. And what you do in that moment when that thing flares up, somebody says something, you're angry, you know, pastor gives a challenge and, and you just resist it to it. What you do in that moment will, will be the deciding factor of whether you go deeper with him right. or whether he comes back out because mm. he won't force himself right. on anybody. Another choice. Yeah. If you lean into it and you say, nope, I'm going to like surrender this part of myself again. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give into anger like I did with that person and I'm going to ask for forgiveness and, and lean into this or whatever. Or, you know, I don't know why I'm, I'm so selfish with my time or just like feel like I just won't share the gospel or do mm-hmm. whatever volunteer somewhere I'm gonna lean into it and like and, and surrender that right. the Holy Spirit can dig deeper yeah and it feels good but if you say no I'm not doing that then he he he's it's like oh I found my limit right I found how far I can go with right you. okay yeah and like I don't ever want I don't want ever the Holy Spirit to see to say to me oh I found my limit right I don't want there to be a limit yeah I want him to go as deep as he wants and, and to have all of me as he wants yeah that's yeah. good that's good. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Episode five. Amen. In the books. Support us on Patreon. No. <laughs> uh, see you guys. Bye. Next time. <laughs>